good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Mind noise, the craving for excitement, agitation, variety, stimulation, energized, motivation, activity, thinking, worrying, reacting, anger, frustration, sadness, depression, poor immune system, frequent colds, headaches, brain fog, excessive fatigue, weight gain, especially a low mood, or feeling like you're in a funk. And if you've talked to your partner about it, they've probably told you to calm the hell down and go to yoga or meditate that there's nothing actually wrong with you and you ought to take a holiday or change jobs. Or they might suggest cutting back on work or exercising more or going part-time. What if I told you this was all fibs? What if I told you there was something wrong inside your thinking? Even more shocking that it's not your fault. My name's Chris. I've made this presentation for two reasons. First, to tell you that you, like me, might be suffering from what researchers are now calling a negative mind noise. A problem lurking deep inside of you that could be the root cause of low energy, sleep discomfort, brain fog, alcohol cravings, weight gain, and even skin issues. Oh yeah. And the second reason I made this presentation is to tell you how you can fix it. Because there's not only hope for a solution, there's now observable research proving this dangerous condition is real and even better that what I do, my multi-dimensional, all-of-life approach, works to stop it. That means dr dramatically improved energy, fewer emotional cravings, reduced stress caused by illness, and the end of many interpersonal challenges, and the best of all, restoring healthy mind-body connection that makes you a winner. I've seen incredible transformation in thousands, yep, thousands of people who have regained their mind, body, power and health in ways they never thought was possible. The first person I tried this simple solution on was moi. You see, for decades, I thought I was doing everything right. I was eating a healthy diet, exercising, doing meditation, being a great dad, making a profit and being the best me I could be. After all, I'm an expert in behavioral science. I rarely ate fast food, I took holidays, I ran 30 kilometers a week and worked out at the gym daily. But despite all this, I was not making the most of the people I cared about in the world and I wasn't making them happy, especially my wife and kids. With high blood pressure, migraine headaches, arthritis creeping up on me, cholesterol and being having a bad reputation at work for being a total bastard in business, I kept asking myself, if I'm doing everything right, why is it happening to me? If you're with me on this, you probably know that when you feel isolated and confused, something isn't right, but you don't know what. Maybe you simply can't take control of your raging appetite or your craving for alcohol, or even the disdain for your boss or someone in the neighborhood or a relative. It's like a cauldron of boiling oil and it feels like it could blow any minute. <clears throat> meditation, medication and counselling haven't helped and weren't sustainable after the initial success. The stress quickly came back and the same goes for jogging, sleep, speed walking, weight training, crossfit, yoga, spinning or whatever exercise you've tried to get rid of those stubborn nervous feelings only to see all of them not work out in the end. If this sounds familiar, I wouldn't be surprised if you've also been dealing with the frustration of mind noise. Headache, aching joints, morning stiffness. Some people also experience 
adult acne, brain fog, or a major lack of energy, or a host of other conditions you just can't shake. You may feel that somehow you're at fault for your poor energy or your foggy mind, making you feel guilty or even ashamed. You're not alone. And I'm here to tell you, it's not your fault. And all of those annoying symptoms are about to change. I'm going to tell you exactly what's been going wrong inside of your mind-body connection. It's something almost nobody is aware of. Even in a room full of leaders I was invited to speak to in New York City. I can tell you a story in a minute. And you're not going to believe how unaware some of these so-called C-suite folks are. I'm also going to tell you of how I've helped thousands of people deal with these very same issues you've been suffering from. I want you to feel what they feel when the end of mind noise comes, the end of uncontrollable cravings that lead to illness and yet more stress, all those unexplained moods and health issues vanishing in a matter of weeks. And the best of all, I want you to be brimming with energy again the kind of energy you had when you were young and when you and the kind of energy my clients have found again, even at the age of 60 and beyond. But first, repeat after me, I'm not to blame. That's right. These problems are not your fault. There is a solution to what ails you, but please prepare to have your assumptions about what you thought was healthy thinking turned on their head. In fact, some of you what I'm about to tell you is going to fly directly in the face of what many psychologists believe, how I can be so certain about this issue plaguing millions of people, the simple proven way you can fix it. Well, let me tell you about my human development background and how I discovered this shocking mind noise solution, one that most trainers and coaches are completely in the dark about. My name's Chris Walker, and I'm a business coach, life coach, and human development expert. I'm a celebrated speaker and thought leader in human consciousness. I live in Bondi Beach in Sydney, Australia. I graduated at the Australian Graduate School of Management at the University of New South Wales and received my master's degree in business from there in 1986. I spent 16 years as a thought leader traveling the world in real life-changing environments such as First Nation, Indigenous Canadian communities, corporate cultures and leadership development. I've also travelled to the Himalayas over 60 times, both leading groups and studying meditation, human development and healing. And after 30 years was awarded the high status of Friend of Nepal for supporting the country in its development. I've also been presented with awards from First Nation Canada and yoga centres in India. I perform more personal transformations than any other transformation coach in the world. I'm also the inventor of the Walker gravel bed filter and several other vital functional systems in air pollution control. I'm the only human development thought leader to distill and translate the ancient universal laws to use nature as a guide for life and leadership, creating nature's MBA training for leaders. My mobile meditation process has been tested and used successfully in the most severe circumstances, such as helping survivors on the day of the attack on the World Trade Center in Manhattan in New York, and in youth at risk in suicide prevention in First Nation Canada. I've helped thousands of clients with a spectrum of both mental and health issues, including burnout, heartbreak, bankruptcy, 
divorce, illness and imprisonment. But you, name, you, you might know me better from my appearances on shows such as the Midday Show or interviews on news channels across Australia, Canada and America or my online videos and podcasts on mind power and wellness, which, is, which have now over 10 million views. And according to my colleagues, this presentation is my most important. I'm also the personal coach for self-help gurus, Fortune 500 executives, and thousands of other business leaders who come to me for help. And why me? The answer is simple because I'm willing to tackle mind-body issues that nobody else can fix. People come to me when they've been everywhere. They've done the yoga, they've done the meditation, they've done the counseling, they've done self-help, they've done Vipassana retreats, workshops, MBAs, and they still can't find answers because I'm not restricted to solutions that go by the, by the grain. In fact, in my experience, many leadership coaching professionals are often behind the latest research and in some cases, actually doing more harm than good. That's why after 16 years as a global thought leader, I left my position in New York as the CEO of my inner wealth technologies business and returned to Australia. Why did I do that? Why would a successful speaker leave a prestigious career speaking all over the world, running retreats in places like the Ritz-Carlton and the Four Seasons in wonderlands like Bali and other places in Mexico and turn this back and on conventional corporate and personal development? Well, the reason may shock you when you realise that much of what I learned, much of what I was telling audiences was flat out basic entertainment. Specifically, my research showed that many of the audiences I spoke to were getting worse by listening to speakers spruiking their stuff. The conditions I was trying to prevent, like depression, divorce, obesity, domestic violence and self-harm, were increasing globally, while people like me were being paid to entertain audiences by telling them what they wanted to hear. You see, in corporate training, if you don't tell the audience what they want to hear, they downrate you and your career goes south. My solutions were all starting in a place nobody was talking about, human nature. My solution is in how we think, not what. An audience didn't like their identity being questioned. En masse, they didn't like me taking a groupthink and making each person question the origin of their beliefs that drive their behaviour, which drive their work, which drive their health, which drive their relationships, wealth and self-respect. At first, it seems hard to believe that some, if not most of the personal leadership issues we experience start in our belief system and can be fixed right there too. But take it from me, someone who has now spent decades researching, studying and testing solutions in this field, most people want to try the solution last. Most mental, physical, emotional, career, family and financial problems you face in life can be traced back to your belief systems. Not just what you believe, but how you've been taught to think. If you suffer from depressive issues, fatigue, work conflict problems, stress, aching joints, low mood, headache and brain fog, or just a feeling that you're in a funk and you're not sure why, you may be suffering from what I now and many of the people I've trained and coached now refer to simply as mind noise. Now you're probably wondering, what is mind noise? 
How are all these different mental, emotional, physical issues related? And what do they have to do with my belief systems? Well, get ready, because I'm about to explain everything. Mind noise is a term used to describe a simple problem with a devastating result. The process of your thinking about every little thing that happens to you or around you that may be out of sync, allowing dangerous self-depreciating thoughts to sneak into your mind, body and wreak havoc on virtually every aspect of your health. Here's a simple way to understand mind noise. When you receive information through any of your senses, the information travels through your body, along your nervous system, into your brain. Along the way, that information gets broken down into thoughts and the good stuff gets absorbed into your brain to provide you with nutrients and information you need to choose a response. That information, the stuff coming through your eyes, ears, nose, mouth, body, feelings and perception can be the difference between survive and death. So your mind, where all data goes for processing, separates the bad stuff, the junk, like things you fear, hate, worry about, don't want, potential toxins, and things that are dangerous to you from the stuff that's good to you want, like welcome and recognized as safe and perceived as pleasure causing. Everything gets processed and your mind decides to react either to welcome it or not. Now, if not, it's the bad stuff that you'll start to get rid of it. As an example, when you go to the bathroom, it's your body's beautiful natural system for making sure you get the most out of food while easily and efficiently getting rid of the bad stuff. And for the most part, your mind is, is designed to do the very same thing. And it does a good job of it. But here's a problem. Your memory is very long. Amazingly, if you could take it out and look at it, your memories, let's call your subconscious mind, might have as much data backed up as Google hard drive fun. It has the same square footage of memory cards and has an entire tennis court. And yet, despite being this large, it's very, very reactive. In fact, the time between pricking your finger and thinking, ouch, and moving your finger away from a penhead is almost unmeasurable. And yet, that response is only one cell in trillions and trillions of cells in your brain. It's the farthest thing you can imagine. Now, here's what's cool about your mind. Even though the connection between your senses and your responses is infinitely small, these cells and their memories are tough. You can think of them like centurions at the gates of your palace. These automatic responses are designed to simplify, computerize your reactions to sensory input. Even if things you read, listen to, hear people say, and you automate them to save you the trouble of thinking about it over and over again. Do I pull my hand away from a pin? Yes, I do. You don't have to think it, it becomes automatic. So most of the time we are thinking, we are actually not thinking, we are remembering. And what sits under your thinking is this auto-computer. Instead, we are reacting to whatever we react to, we give power to. So these security guards, these centurions, these auto-reactions are brilliant. They lock arms and make sure nobody, no feelings, no thoughts, no negativity, no doubts, nor anything can break through your existing beliefs, your expectations and your self-protection. Call it your identity. And for the most part, for the first 20 or 30 years, Nothing does break through. But here's the bad part. 
we know now there's one dangerous thing that not only breaks through, it's actually really good at destroying that self-protective wall, that defensive wall, and it's called people and their opinions, mostly their opinions. And of those opinions, few have as much impact as those from who you need approval. Your partner, your kids, your parents, your boss, your boss's boss, your bank, your neighbours, your club members, your society, your siblings. People you need to like you in order to feel good about you. And if you've seen my other videos or listened to my podcast or even had the opportunity of working in person with me, you will have heard me discuss self-sufficiency. This is where the need for those opinions to cause you to feel good about you becomes less. You learn the big BCC, balanced, centered, calm. But this is not where it ends. I have a new insights to share now on the impact of mind noise. It's not what everybody wants to hear. It sends shockwaves through those who for years have been compliant and been grateful with the community. And that's why this article and this presentation is so important. You see, mind noise not only rattles the armour of those security guards we spoke about, our protective defences, but it comes to realisation that throughout your body are tiny little memory cards, SIM cards, created in certain areas of your mind and planted in muscle tissue throughout your body. So your body has a memory just like your mind. And what is astonishing is these memory cards, these SIM cards, these muscle memories can feed off each other and create a sort of perpetual windstorm of artificial intelligence. You can, when this body memory kicks in, start to think that what you think is right, even if it's not. So that artificial intelligence trapped in a feedback loop between your beliefs, your muscle memory and your sensory interpretation of life can create a growing ignorance. In another language, we can start to get dumber instead of evolving to be smarter. Those muscle memories are meant to be shrinking, getting smaller, along with the expanding self-awareness, reducing our reactivity to people, not increasing it. So David I worked with had a twitch in his neck. His shoulders were rounded, his sort of Cosimodo thing happening. You could see the whites of his eyes below his eyeballs, which is a real turn off and a sign that things weren't in the right order in his mind. The bats in the belfry had taken a flying leap. He was a sinking ship at work and at home of his own confession. But after 30 days of doing my program, everything reversed. And given the extreme pain he'd been in, up to this time, it wasn't at hard at all to convince him to keep the practices of that 30-day program alive and disciplined. One obvious and recognisable consequence of this rogue artificial intelligence, the combination of body memories and brain turmoil, is getting grumpy for people over 45. Young people in their prime start to become grumpy, short-fused, tired and depressed, it's an absolute default fork in the road for the majority of people. Old memories are welded in place, life patterns become fixed, relationships are like an old pair of slippers and it's just hard to want to change. Eventually, career fulfillment starts to wane and that sets people on a path of focusing on relationship or their private life to stimulate what work is meant to cause. The wheels start to fall off the cart, either in health or family, or both. This is the dire outcome of mind noise, and I'm here to stop it. 
Hypertension is the combination of failed or stuck career development merged with rogue artificial intelligence in the body that is stuck in a loop of repetitive habit of thoughts that remanifest themselves. And the pushback comes when a person tries to extract the missing life excitement and the joy that they should get from work from their family. If mind noise isn't stopped, it will result in a broken marriage or stress-related illness. When an individual starts getting stressed and hypertensive, it's a sign that the rogue artificial intelligence of mind noise, like the lunatic taking over the asylum, has taken over the ship. Thinking things are not good creates a thinking that things are not good, and the loop finds validation in friends and self-talk. Eventually, even decision-making and love go rogue. This rogue intelligence seeks validation. It gets strengthened by weak people. Instead of getting weaker by healthy challenge, it gets stronger by seeking collaboration with other weak minds. In other words, the individual whose rogue artificial intelligence has taken over the ship seeks other ships with the same thinking. Just watch how easy it is for this rogue seeking rogue thinking is. I was presenting to a group of 130 partners of one of the world's largest consulting firms for three days on a remote island. My brief was to challenge their thinking, expand their viewpoint and give them a way to avoid the mind noise that had caused thousands of their peers to fail with mental and physical health issues. The investment was huge. The contract was once a year for five years to present this three-day program to a select group of this corporation. The previous year, I'd done it and had gone off without a hitch and the company gladly rebooked me for year two. But two things had changed in that time. One was the director of learning had changed and the whole learning model of the company had changed from nature to nurture. She had empowered emotion. The second thing that had changed was the element of surprise was lost. The previous year, nobody knew until they arrived what Walker was going to present and therefore they had a 100% open-minded approach. There was no preemptive material delivered and they only knew the topic. This year, word had spread about what Walker shares, a group formed prior to the retreat and opposed the shift in thinking that I deliver. They were a particular religiously motivated group whose base is in Salt Lake City. The attack on me was preempted and pre-planned. After only five minutes of day one of the three-day retreat, I was put to the sword. Someone asked, how could there be a benefit to everything? How could there be a good side to sin? How could there be balance? My sister has depression. Are you saying that she's lucky? That's ridiculous. I've seen her cut her own wrists. My response was, in retrospect, a little full on, but I'd do it again. I said, You've listened for five minutes. Why not ask me these questions at the end of the three days and we will all be able to discuss it with an open mind? I can't begin to tell you the dilemma a coach, mentor or educator faces when an audience is given the power not to feel uncomfortable. There is no exploration, no healthy debate, no open mind, no possibility to deliver anything other than what they think. The only thing this group wanted, this minor group wanted, was to hear what they already knew. Rogue artificial intelligence supported by other weak minds had taken over. Instead of the beliefs that were meant to die off to allow the individual to expand their reach and enjoy more of life, these people had buttoned down the hatches and were more violently opposed to information than they had been before. The result 
for them is a battle within. It's called worry. Another famous type of mind noise we label is worry. You may have heard of it, <laughs> but that's just one type. There's actually many found in various different areas of life. If you drag worry from one area of life and bring it into another, it's called pig poo boots. Like walking through pig poo and then walking through your new shag pile carpet in the house with those shoes on. It makes everything stink. Many people have been told this is healthy, bringing home your career worries and talking to your partner about it. But in my opinion, this kills great romantic opportunities. Talking through stuff about your work is anything but healthy because your subconscious doesn't need to get permission to do something. What it needs is the lack of mind noise in order to be heard. Seeking advice from a spouse quite often builds mind noise rather than quietens it. You see, exploring what other people think is important. We need it, but the diversity of outlooks and opinions just adds to our worry. And we're looking for reinforcement of what we think rather than contradictions. We've become sensitive because we've lost touch. The ambition to understand what other people think and what they think about us was introduced to Western civilization during the Industrial Revolution when people needed to know how to flog more things. They needed to know how to, how to deliver what they'd made cheaper. By discovering that we could make things cheaper, if we made a lot of them, we had to create an appetite for what we made a lot of. Hence, commercial sales and growth led to most advances in the exploration of human consciousness, not illness. It was called sales. By knowing what other people think, we found the best way to cause people to want what we've got and to provide things that satisfy a human want or need. Then it extended to the idea of how to impress people. So they wanted not only your product, but you. You personalized the commercialized product. What was claimed was the big difference between products, made products and things that were made was the personality and the character of the owner or the salesperson. Of course, we had no idea way back then that we were packing worry and stress and parking human intuition and causing people to be more emotionally gratified. Nor did we recognize the impact that this would have on our human behavior. Our mind, which is hardwired to find the right tone of life, even if it was a hard grind in a coal mine, had never been exposed to these foreign ideas before. In the case of impulse buying and cheap satisfaction, humans have been eating for pleasure since farming began about 10,000 years ago. But even then, patience and respect were essential ingredients to make things grow. Most societies historically remove the dark wheat husk and instead eat white bread, which is not a coincidence because it's in the dark husk the gut-destroying indigestible elements of wheat are contained. However, since 1950, the sale of whole wheat health foods have skyrocketed in our society, as well as other indigestible, normally removed ingredients of food, all in the name of health. Do you know what else has happened since 1950? The obesity rate has more than tripled. The diabetes rate has skyrocketed 800% and an astounding 70% of Americans are now considered overweight or obese. At as an environmental engineer and ecologist specializing in biophilia, I simply couldn't get my mind around how could Americans and the rest of the world in Australia 
with the best medical technology in the world, the richest economies, gyms and yoga schools on every corner, and abundance of health food on every grocery store aisle, be this sick and getting worse by the year? Well, there's an answer. Believe me, there's an answer. There is a way to restore your energy and fix the nagging mental, physical, emotional problems that might be robbing you of the joy and a way to look and feel fantastic that you should. And it all starts, and it all starts with eliminating mind noise. You see, the nasty emotions, poisons hidden in advertising news and everyday thinking convince you to buy healthy when it's not. Experts at breaking the interlocked arms of those secret service cells in your mind. And when they break those cells protecting your mind, they don't just bust through your defenses, they leave a hole in your story, meaning other bad stuff is now getting through. In short, it, what we call mind noise, making holes in your thinking process, blocking your intuition, ripping holes in your story, destroying your self-belief and more. And I wish I could say that's where it ends, but actually it's only the beginning of the problem. You see, once you've got mind noise, other bad thoughts can storm through your weakened mindset. And the worst of these bad guys are what we call dark emotions. Low emotions, dark thoughts go beyond mind noise. They are thunderstorms in your head. Also known as dark clouds, these thoughts are little pieces of poison that impact your behaviour more than anything else. Now this is going to sound gross, but you need to hear it. They are actually microscopic toxins that cause damage to your entire being, especially your immune system. These dark clouds, thunderstorm feelings are hate, anger, fear, jealousy, guilt, envy and shame. They arise from protected mind noise. They are never present. They are never present in a healthy mind. They are ever present in a mind that has mind noise. But once you've got excessive mind noise, these dark emotions see the holes and barge straight through. And when they do, watch out because it's like setting a firestorm in your body and, and your body feels attacked and it starts to get offense, defensive and it goes on red alert. If these emotions get into your joints, they cause aches and pain because they inflame things. If they get into your skin, they cause itchiness and redness and acne and rashes. If they get into your upper GI tract, that can cause heartburn and indigestion. If they get into your blood, they can even cause septic shock. If they get into your heart tissues, they can cause all kinds of deadly health issues. We spend our entire life trying to prevent them including depression, divorce, arguments and disagreements and disappointments at work. And you know the worst part? They damage your brain. All these terrible things are perceived as attacks on your good self, the same as if you've had a virus. So your brain goes on high alert. It goes on red alert, a threat level ready to stop these attacks. They send healing cells to fix the problem, but there isn't a problem. What can you do for a while, but your brain just can't stay on high alert all the time? Pretty soon, the cells that protect your brain from confusion and permanent damage start to wear down. And when these cells in your brain are strained too hard, they actually cause your brain cells to die. And I probably don't have to tell you what happens when brain cells start to die. Headaches, brain fog, losing your mental sharpness are just the first signs of the damage mind noise leads, mind noise leads to. 
in these darker, through these dark emotions. But if these toxic emotions are left to rampage through your body for months or even years, because the mind noise is too loud to prevent them, the damage can be far, far worse. If the thought of these mental, emotional health issues keep you up at night, believe me, I'm right there with you. So you can see why I now say mind noise isn't just some small issue that causes mental and emotional discomfort. It may actually be a root cause of so many of the problems and issues that plague us both physically and mentally in our society. And it all comes down to these evil, vicious, dark emotions sneaking through your ego and wreaking havoc on your entire body. This is the shocking breakthrough that first made me realise my career was about to take a major turn. And once I realised what was really causing the problems I was seeing in so many people, I was speaking to about life and balance and good and heart-driven business, I had a new mission in life. Not to continue performing culture transformations and big audience keynotes, which is very important work, but really just a soft touch and an extremely painful and expensive option is being let run free. So I realized I could do the most good as an environmental engineer if I could help people before they got to that point by tackling the health problems before they start in the mind. And that's why I left professional speaking and my two thriving culture change businesses and founded Inner Wealth Technologies. I took to coaching people that couldn't find the path to their unexplained personal and business ambitions anywhere else. Many of them were almost out of hope, but I took them. And I also worked with highly successful people. And together we began changing lives based on a new application of an old awareness that when you separate people from nature, many of these issues originate in the mind. And when you separate pe people from nature, there is no resolution. I began to see incredible changes in people suffering from excessive mind noise. Eleanor was just 37 years old and suffered from severe emotional turbulence most of her adult life. She also experienced constant belly aches, weakness and fatigue and had a low self-image. A coaching session reveals she had so much turbulence in her head that she could hardly sit still, let alone concentrate on something without emotions taking over her thinking. After starting my program, her head spin vanished almost immediately and her stomach stopped hurting. When she had her business review the next year, the damage she'd done to her reputation had been completely 100% reversed. When Elena first came to me, she could barely make a complete sentence without second guessing herself. And then that sentence, she'd shift her body position at least twice, if not more let alone talk, without her self-talk putting entire nervous system into pain. After trying my simple 30-day program, the confidence came back, the itchy joints and belly flare-ups were gone, not in years or months, but in a matter of weeks. And the, perhaps the biggest change people recognise with my work on mind noise are with relationships. My most famous success stories with someone you will know as a world famous singer and songwriter. No names here, but cocaine and alcohol dependency all fueled the mind noise spinning this head 24 seven. Pills to wake, pills to sleep, uppers and downers. But when a legend speaks, you listen. And so this person had tried everything. 
yoga, meditation, hypnosis, Buddhism, and plenty of medications. Nothing helped them lose the anger driving the behavior. I worked with them for 30 days where they learned to think different. At the core of this trouble in life, as well as the addiction, is the thinking process. And unless we shift how we think, those memory cards in the body and mind keep repeating cycles of highs and lows. Rogue, artificial intelligence just takes a break for a few weeks of highly focused new behaviour before recalibrating to bring back the old ways. This story is just one of thousands of people who have now adopted my back on track 30 day program with, with outstanding success. Finally achieving inspiration, intuition, energy and health that eluded them for so long. And this includes people of all occupation types from people trying to make a large amount of money to those wanting to get their personal love life under control to folks who are just having trouble getting to sleep at night. Soon I had so many people coming to me for help that I started training consultants and taking people up into the Himalayas to teach the processes of eliminating mind noise. And what exactly was I doing to restore these people's thinking? Well, here's the basics. They simply stopped compartmentalizing life and using all the books and low-hanging fruit techniques that are given on YouTube and social media that have failed and instead they respected the true nature of holistic self-awareness. Total human awareness relies on natural proven systems that help the mind function the way it's meant to, without mind noise. In essence, they stop thinking thoughts that cause disruption in their mind, causing mind noise and the body-mind upheaval. You see, as the world has gotten faster, more and more people have invented bandages and band-aids, quick fixes for the challenges of life. To do so, they've had to compartmentalize life into isolated zones of repair. Fix the mind, fix the body, fix the job, fix the relationship, fix the emotion, fix this, fix that. The more fragmented the solution, the more stupid it becomes. Until we have companies that measure culture in an organization using 360 degree feedback to gain performance. A notion so stupid, people can't even see the stupidity themselves. For the most part, there are many new variables in life that our ancestors never experienced like fast food, fast internet, fast television, fast electric cars, fast planes, fast trains, fast mobile phones. Each new step creates a plethora of solutions to solve the problems they cause. Just Google kids on iPad and see how many businesses have sprung up to treat a problem that isn't a problem. They sell Panadol for an issue and leave the problem festering. Compartmentalization works in a hospital, for example, with a specialized surgeon who's going to operate on a brain cell. Specialized, but in real life, specialization leads to extinction. So there's so many more mind noise in people's head. Netflix, iPods, earpods, dog buds, urban life and solutions are becoming more and more fragmented, tiny band-aids, almost like a G-string in bikini. Getting smaller and smaller and smaller and covering less and less for more money. Meditation, as it's taught in the West, eyes closed, hoping to hide from the noise and voices of life, for example, is ridiculous. A band-aid, and not too many healthy people would practice it without recognising the damage it caused. The noise that our brain is experiencing is so multidimensional, 
plus the hum that urban life doesn't even recognise is filling our heads. Younger people are having more and more options to deal with the noise, even vapes and drugs. The list of pop-up cultures grows, and so do the underlying problems. Mind noise is increasing, and it's losing a fight for those of you wanting a good, long, successful, happy, fulfilling, loving life. It's not until you sit in the Himalayas and hear a monk on a huge trumpet send a single note 30 kilometers down the valley that you remember what silence really sounds like. Amazing we can combat mind noise with mind noise. Many new noises like podcasts and interviews and adverts and music and TV are offering solutions to mind noise. Noise is solution to noise and touted as healthy when in fact they're actually making you weaker, causing more emotion and more havoc inside your mind. In the 30-day program, I also have people stop taking on board aggressive podcasts, righteous conversations and trivia and ad-filled television. It's a fact of life that a television can be a magnificent centralizing force in a home where everybody is spinning with mind noise. But due to the noise of the adverts and the abysmal quality of television shows, this form of centralization can send people nuts. And television companies play on this. Even though there are laws against increasing the volume of advertising over the TV show that's being watched, TV ads increase the density of sound to make it more intrusive. More mind noise to get past the mind noise that's in the mind noise of the mind noise. The food and the stomach also play a part in mind noise. People who consume sugars, alcohol, caffeine and painkillers and all those over-the-counter anti-inflammatory medications are putting band-aids on mind noise. These things might help. They might help for an hour or two, but they also make those holes in your mental defences lead to even worse symptoms of fatigue, mind fog, anger, indigestion, constipation, headaches, body aches and other symptoms of mind noise. The consequences are incredible and yet the cause remains untouched. I saw the exact effect of this 30-day back on track program had on people because I personally coach everyone who's ever been through the 30 days. I test every single person for the 12 separate markers in mind noise activation, essentially to see if those toxic thoughts were still pulling their mind-body systems on high alert. Their body demonstrated the power of the program in reducing significantly mind noise and its side effect. So don't be shocked that your business doesn't give you this test. Don't be upset with them. Their interest is in your productivity at work, no matter what they say. They are bound to it, and for the most part, compartmentalizing your mental and physical well-being is to their self-fulfilling best interest and benefit. I'm one of the only a handful of people in the world who understand the holistic nature of the mind-body connection. And thanks to a lifetime of experience and practice, I refuse to compartmentalize human development at work and leave the mind noise to go home and ruin a family. One businesswoman, Suzanne, was suffering from fatigue, depression, and joint aches all over her body. She also had terrible digestive discomfort and bloating. She'd been everywhere and no one could help. Of course, as you can probably tell by now, she had all the signs of head spin and mind noise, and it was disrupting her entire life, not just her work. Mind noise out of control. 
So over 30 days, I weaned her off all the harmful, harmful over-the-counter quick fixes and self-administered self-diagnosis and blame victimhood that gave her its place in her mindset. And I reduced her mind noise, and to this day, she's been healthy. She quickly changed the real cause of her problem, her mind noise. Along with everything, her mind and, and everything else, her depression repaired itself and she detoxified. Her nerves, especially those in her joints, stopped screaming for help because the high alert inflammation was over. She got back to being healthy, happy, a beautiful person she always knew she could be. Well, after years of helping thousands of people just like Suzanne, I knew I was ready to present my findings to the world. In May 2012, I presented the results of my multi-year study on the effect of repairing mind noise on the health and happiness of all people. The book, Inner Wealth, launched and people were stunned. In a sample group, the 30-day challenge simply made reducing the mind noise nearly 72% decrease in dysfunctional stress for people. We measured it both HRV, heart rate variability, and by personal observation by the client. People were amazed at the improvement of their inner strength. Not only that, but I saw the markers for mind-body health improve 100%. Yes, you heard that right. Every single person who did the 30-day challenge experienced a massive health boost. Well, I can tell you after years of trying to get the attention of the corporate community on the true causes of so many mind-body health problems, it was fantastic to finally be spreading the word. Inner Wealth, putting the heart and soul back into work and life, launched in 2003. I've been giving it away since 2010. I've since been invited to speak to virtually thousands of events in the world. In fact, I was in Canberra and Sydney speaking to the government officials about it. Now, I mean no offence to corporate HR or government politicians, but you would be amazed at how a room full of very smart people can actually be so misinformed. You see... At all these events, I'm reduced to yet another voice discussing the fragmented approach to personal self-leadership. It's a very serious topic, mind, body, brain, health, but speakers at corporate training events are regurgitating information, being paid to tell people what they want to hear. I attempted to be different, to speak about holistic self-awareness, about mind, body, balance, and self-leadership from a total human awareness viewpoint. But there was pushback. Religious people jumped on the bandwagon. How could there be balanced thinking, they said. Nothing I could say would convince them. To those who are ready, no words are needed. To those who are not, no words are possible. Sadly, pharmaceuticals are masking the deeper problem of mind noise. Nearly 35% of Canadian white-collar workers were taking some form of antidepressants. Pharma hoping to develop and protect what is a multi-billion dollar in industry, skirt the truth. I knew I had to do something to reach more people, not just the thousands of people I'd seen in my practice, but tens of thousands, perhaps even millions. Every man, woman and child who was suffering from fatigue, mind spin, brain fog, deterioration of mental focus and digestive issues had no idea why. Helping people get relief from frustration, confusion, doubt, anger, emotional overwhelm, worry, anxiety and regret, reactive living, self-hate, sadness, fear, grief, guilt and self-criticism, fatigue and digestive discomfort and blah, 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 the list goes on.
I want to introduce you now to the solution, Wokachi. Before years ago, I began working on a new mission. Was there a way we could improve and reduce mind noise and help the body mind fix all of these spin outs without a process that could be done over 30 days? How could we do it before work? I knew if we shortened the process, it could mean relief for thousands, maybe millions of people worldwide. It could mean people being able to go out and socialize again without worrying about insecurity and soul-destroying uncertainty of the future. It can mean helping people shed unhealthy ways and start loving work, preventing stress before it happens, changing the way your body feels, not trying to hide it from the world. And it can mean finally tackling mind noise and all the painful, joy-robbing symptoms associated with it. The process had to be able to deal with every mind-numbing, fog-causing outcome of mind noise. Uncertainty, confusion, fatigue, anger, doubt, worry, regret, frustration, overwhelm, reaction, self-hate, judgment, sadness, emptiness, loneliness, fear, guilt, self-criticism, loss, and many more. What was critical was to deal with the cause rather than each of these individual fragments, the effects. Hence, we needed a one-stop shop for all these mind-spinning, mind-noise consequences. Secondly, and I think most importantly, we needed to demonstrate that these are these that can be done in nature and is part of nature, that they are not the result of something someone has invented in the last 20 minutes but has been stood the test of time for thousands of years. The process needed to undo the idea that bad things happen to bad people for something they'd done wrong or karma or some form of righteous punishment inflicted on a person for doing bad. So we needed to demonstrate that all mind noises have a benefit, are there for a purpose and are a signpost to improvement rather than the evidence of the opposite. Last but not least, It was critical to demonstrate the difference between fixing a problem and eliminating it. This was a key piece of the puzzle. You see, all those mind-spinning, fog-causing, health-corrupting, relationship-ending thoughts mentioned above do not go away just because you do a process. If you eliminate them all and then stop doing the daily practice, they return. Boom. The practice needs to be a daily habit, not a band-aid. So the three. A one-stop shop, one process to fix all mind noise, focus on cause. Two, appreciate all the problems mind noises have, a benefit and find it. Three, respect that eliminating mind noise is a process, not an outcome. So it works like this. Walker Chi is a one-hour process that you can do primarily in the morning, if you can, but some of it throughout the day as well. It involves seven diverse but powerful steps in creating a mind that is clear of mind noise. You must acknowledge in this process that the exercise and physiological component as well as diet and other aspects of life are critically important. So I will give you a short summary here of exactly what the powerful steps are to creating this mind and life changing process in one hour a day. Let's begin When you wake up in the morning, when, with your eyes slightly closed, you reach over to your dressing table and you grab a notepad and pencil that has been placed there the night before and you start writing your self-talk affirmations. Your mind is not yet fully awake and therefore you have an opportunity to engage and alter 
between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind, the self-talk that has been permanently and quite often irrevocably anchored into your everyday life. This window into your soul is powerful and should not be wasted by talking to somebody or seeking out digital devices. It's often necessary to get up out of bed and walk to the bathroom and grab a glass of water or even coffee. But most importantly, you need to remain partially asleep and not conversing with anybody. Your first thoughts of the day must be the self-talk and the process, in your, process on your pad. The second step is to go to the open air. Now, some people complain that they live in the snow. Some will complain they live in the high-rise buildings and it's hard to get to the open air. But I say if you cannot get to the open air early in the morning, you have more serious problems than Walkerchi. As you step towards the open air, you open your arms and you embrace life fully. You reach out and you allow the energy of life, the energy of the universe to flow through your body with the usual Walkerchi chant of the energy of the universe flows through me. The third step of the process is micro observation of nature to witness the tiniest and smallest and most beautiful fragment of nature. This can happen on your morning stroll with a cup of coffee in hand or a cup of tea in hand and maybe even your mobile phone as a camera. I encourage people to set up an Instagram account and make it public and simply put photographs taken early in the morning without any explanation and allow people you know to observe them and celebrate your witnessing. This is the single most powerful exercise in human gratitude that can be found. Gratitude for the micro of nature. It is life-changing in itself. Our human connection to the micro of nature is ancient, primal and real. Way beyond any book, way beyond any process, way beyond any pack of cards. It's so deep that it impacts those SIM cards I was talking about planted throughout your body and they change it throughout time. Your fourth step is the exercise itself. I advocate especially for people who want to remain youthful and cardiovascularly fit to undertake the HIT program, which should last for no more than three to five minutes a day, maybe four days a week. This HIT program needs to be designed using a heart rate monitor or a watch or something along the lines of an exercise bike. I use a road bike on a turbo. HIT very uh, rarely works using anything else but a standing device but it can. Remember to warm up. And yes, there are other devices that can be used to make this functional, but the key will be hitting your maximum heart rate during the 30 seconds on fire. The fifth step is the helicopter process. Observation of a dream board and the recognition of the big picture of life and how today will be a part of the manifestation of a big picture. In this, we use the process of deny, affirm, visualize. That practice alone can transform mind noise because all mind noise is sourced from concern about the future and the uncertainty of the future, which can impact it and be eliminated by creating this holistic and 360 degree dream board is spectacular. The sixth step is the lucky fucker. A discard form, many people use the emotional shower or the process of discard, and it shouldn't be underestimated what is gained from doing an emotional shower and a discard for 10 to 15 minutes every day. The process of thinking without emotion cannot pass through this form. In other words, this form eliminates emotion, it grounds us, it makes us solid, it makes us clear, it makes us honest, and it connects us to our soul. 
It takes away the emotion and leaves us in a really cool space. Emotional baggage is dropped off. And if you do one a day, that will ev eventually lead to clarity, clarity, clarity. Finally, link it or sink it. Every single moment of the day can be a meditation. I call it mobile meditation. If we can link what we are doing, whenever we, whatever we are doing, whatever we are doing at any time to our purpose or the bigger picture of life, the link it or sink us process automatically prioritizes what we do, automatically links job tasks and duties and makes them lovable. When we say to people, do what you love and love what you do, we're not joking. What we are saying is, whatever it is you are doing, link it or sink it. This is power and it turns the mind noise off. It turns from resentment, negative, difficult, wish you didn't hold this space into an inspired place of doing what you love and loving what you do and being paid extraordinary amounts of money for doing it. The total time it takes me to do this process in my daily life is 30 minutes. I have no mind noise. I have no mind noise and it takes maybe a little longer for you to start it, maybe an hour. The process of establishing the routine can take even longer if you take weeks or even months to get used to the idea that seven powerful steps a day can transform us from being the victim and being filled with mind noise and the subsequent spin that comes from it to a person with extreme confidence who has the perception that they are perceived by others as a powerful individual. Ultimately, what we are doing is separating ourselves from the spin of the world and being able to be a powerful leader and a powerful friend and a powerful lover and a powerful member of our family without being aggressive, filled with anger, pain, adrenaline or hate. Surrounding the Walker Chi process are some of the most helpful habits we can create, which are including healthy habits like eating well and reduction in alcohol, etc., etc., etc. The low-hanging fruit still stands tall. We include the hourly reboot throughout the day to make sure we stand up and get a breath, stand up and come back to truth. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Bye for now.